This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. Day three of our SHOT Show coverage here live from the Venetian Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas and the uh, Expo Center here also. They got a footbridge connecting the Caesars Forum with a whole bunch of folks. In fact, uh, John uh, John Jackson, the Joker from Twitter, with us here once again uh, for our SHOT Show coverage. So after the show yesterday, I wanted to go over and see our friends from Shield Arms. Seth Burgley joined us yesterday in the 9 o'clock hour of the show. And and then I, I really wanted to go get eyes on the target of Alpha Loading Systems. So Alpha Loading Systems based out of uh, Stevensville, Montana, in the Bitterroot. Uh, but they... Their loading systems for loading ammo, like a lot of ammo, like not just you in your garage reloading your own ammo, but I'm talking massive, like like Hornady is purchasing their loading systems when they're making their ammo and they're packaging their ammo, right? Alpha Loading Systems is the equipment that Brixtel Defense is going to use at their oh. ammo manufacturing facility in Glendive, Montana, which the CEO told us yesterday they want to be up and running by February 12th in Glendive. So pretty cool deal. I went over and saw their machines, man. It it looks like laboratory equipment. It looks like a GC mass spectrometer, uh, you know, like for any NCIS fans out there or people who've done forensic evidence work like I've done in a forensic laboratory. I was like, man, that thing looks like a GC mass spec on steroids. So pretty incredible stuff. What's it that you, you see, you listen to? Uh, Governor Gene Forte the other day, give the stats on the amount of firearms industry companies that are in Montana and the amount of money they're investing in Montana. And you see he gets up in front of these other governors and starts pumping out their stats, and you see they're all, uh, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it, you can see it's at that tipping point, that tipping point for the industry where they're all going to start flooding into Montana. Well, and what's what was really cool, man, now, they, they, they said it openly, but I, I'm not going to – let's just say these loading systems that they make, very, very, very high dollar. Yeah. And let's just say in the last three days, they sold a lot of them. Uh, so I, I'll bet you they had a good steak dinner here down here with, <laughs> with the staff to celebrate how good business is going for Alpha Loading Systems. But, uh, but I, yeah, I don't want to put the numbers out there because, you know, I want to I run it by them first. But because uh, it's just fun getting to meet these people in the, in the Montanas that are down here doing incredible stuff that most folks in the state wouldn't even know about. And, and their systems are going to be inside of this new ammo manufacturing facility in Glendive. Uh, the other, so the, the major business news, politics aside, Donald Trump Jr. talked about a, a deal that they just announced this week with Public Square and Credova. Credova is a Bozeman, Montana-based company. I interviewed the, uh, the CEO and the founder of Credova four years ago here at the SHOT Show. I first met him for the first time. He's the guy... That just brokered this deal with Donald Trump Jr. in Public Square. Anyway, that's who we're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play that conversation coming up for you right after this because we caught up with him after the show yesterday, and then later this hour of the show, John, you tell him the Attorney General of Indiana. What What are they gonna want to hear when we when we chat with him later? Oh, they, you could tell that guy. He actually got out of Congress because he wanted to make a difference and was tired of going along with the pack. Very interesting guy. Very interesting perspective on what he wanted to do as a conservative. I knew he was going to be cool. He had a cigar hanging out of his mouth while he was waiting <laughs> to come on the radio with us. All right, this guy's going to be good. I already know that. That's going to be happening. Securing America. Officials from the United States and Iraq will soon begin talks concerning continued American military presence in Iraq. 
During a briefing Thursday, Pentagon Deputy Press Secretary Sabrina Singh listed the key issues the talks will focus on. The threat from ISIS, operational and, and environmental requirements, and the Iraqi security forces capability levels. Singh says making sure that the ISIS terrorist group cannot regenerate as a more forceful threat is paramount to deciding how the American-Iraqi coalition moves forward. We want to make sure that the threat that we saw 10 years ago is not the same threat that we face today. And Singh added that the meetings are not about the withdrawal of American personnel who are in Iraq at that government's invitation. This is about the future and making sure that um, Iraq is set up for success and defending its own national security and sovereignty and how the U.S. can support Iraq in doing that. Kidney Redsky, Fox News. Talking about the issues that matter to Montana statewide, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. So this was probably, maybe it was three years ago, we're here at the SHOT Show, we're trying to catch up with as many Montanans as possible. Great guy, another one out of Bozeman, Montana, comes up to our, our Montana Talks booth on Radio Row in the media zone at the SHOT Show, Dusty Wonderlick, uh, with Cradova. And... And man, what's, what's so crazy is I remember talking with you about your business in Bozeman three years ago. This week, Donald Trump Jr. comes up to join us on their show, and his major announcement is about a Bozeman, Montana company called Cradova. <laughs> How cool is that? Yeah, it's pretty pretty surreal, right? And um, really neat to see Don Jr. really, you know, supporting what, you know, we're calling the parallel economy right now. And... Um, businesses like Rumble and Public Square and us that are trying just to build, you know, good products for the patriot economy. And uh, what we think is uh, 100 million patriots are just underserved and, and kind of treated pretty poorly by a lot of businesses these days. So really cool to have his support. So I'm, I'm trying to think back on our conversation from, say, three years ago. But three years ago, if you were describing Cordova, what was Cordova three years ago, and what has it uh, uh, turned into today? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, we launched Cordova five years ago with really just a simple concept. We wanted to build really good financial service products for the shooting sports and firearm industry and, and outdoor recreation in, in general. And we just saw that this industry and is highly underserved, and uh, we launched a, a buy now, pay later uh, consumer lending product that was firearm friendly five years ago. We've been building on top of that through the last five years and adding features and making the experience better for, for consumers. And, uh, you know, we've now done over $250 million of business over those five years in, wow. in the firearm industry. And, you know, we have about 70,000 customers coming through our platform a month. And it's been pretty incredible to see the growth so and you're a young guy <laughs> how, you came up with this idea and then or do you have a software back engineering background is that how you built it out or did you just find the people that could help you build it you know i, I came out of the financial services industry um you know financial technology and uh working in that industry uh early in my career i just saw that there isn't a lot of folks that kind of come from our worldview in that space so it really motivated me to take the knowledge that I learned and go start building technologies that are kind of more in line with the, the ethics of liberty and, and our worldview that we really value in Montana uh, around just freedom in general. So 
Um, so over the last 10 years of my career, I've been trying to just build businesses, um, you know, based on that ethic and financial services. John Jackson, I hear guys like this share their stories and like the Olympus Arms and their incredible success story, $50 million investment now manufacturing their guns in Helena. And I'm like, I got to do something with my life, man. To have Don Jr. be involved, I mean, how awesome is that? I mean, man, you, you couldn't have a better guy on board with you than him. His, his platform, his reach, his ability to speak and get out there and yeah. convince people that, that, that your product is a, is a good one, it's, just, it, it's it's priceless. Yeah. No, we're, we're very grateful. And like you said, it's just surreal. We always just put our head down and think, hey, we're just a small Montana company doing our thing there in Bozeman and hunting and fishing on the weekends when we can. And this SHOT Show has been surreal. To have support of a guy like Don Jr. and be a part of this movement is uh, it's truly special. We're very blessed. So the big announcement this week, if you had to boil it down into the elevator pitch, 30 seconds to get to the, you know, to get up the Venetian here in Las Vegas at the SHOT Show, what's the 30-second elevator pitch on what's the big announcement was with Public Square in Cordova this yeah. week? Yeah, no, great. Yeah, so we, we partner with Public Square. Public Square is the leading, highest, uh, fastest-growing Patriot marketplace. They have 70,000 merchants, 2,000 consumers. It was really a perfect match when Michael and I started talking it's, hey, if we build the Patriot economy, you got a place where they can do transactions, they can do commerce, you need to get the payments component on it. So um, we're really that payments component on it. Right now, it's uh, consumers that are on Public Square, they can use our Buy Now, Pay Later products. We're going to be soon launching a payment processing product as well that's going to protect your privacy. We're not going to track you. And uh, that's next on the docket. So it was really a perfect marriage of, of commerce and, and, and payments technology. Yeah, no, that's, that's fascinating because... When we first heard, because the Public Square people stopped by last year, and we're like, yeah, come on over, we'll talk to you. Because, you know, yeah. some of the times you're like, I'm kind of like, why are you from Montana? And, right. Uh, okay, are you really interested? But I was like, actually, no, I really like this concept. And the yeah. concept was we want to give you a list of businesses. Maybe they're businesses in Billings, Montana, or Malta, Montana, or New York City, or Major Outdoor, whatever. We want to give you a list of the companies that share your values. That, that aren't using your money against you to undermine the fabric of American society or spying on you or intimidating gun companies to get out of the gun business. So I love the idea of having a list. But, it, but, yeah, but again, to be truly successful, you don't want to just give people a list. What if you give them a way to buy right now and, and purchase what you want from that company and not just... Oh, who is that company that I wanted to support when I'm buying boots again? Oh, no, now you have it right here. Here you go. Here's the company. Yeah. Here's the mechanism to purchase what you want to purchase. You've got to make it easy for folks. Absolutely. And, and that's what Public Square's done and done it uh, brilliantly under, under Michael's leadership to see their growth. And, you know, really, and Michael talks about this a lot at Public Square, is the, the boycotts just weren't enough, right? And, uh, you know, we need a solution beyond the boycotts. And I, I think that's what Public Square has brought to the table of, hey, now you can actually, and they, they did that, you know, ditch buy campaign. So when you saw someone who was really coming against, you know, our values, a product, they're now out there saying, hey, ditch this product. We got this same product that is, in a lot of cases, better quality here on Public Square, and they don't hate you and your values, you know. So we're getting to vote with our dollars, which is pretty cool. John, I think this is fascinating. Right, let's hold it right there. Let's hold it right there. John Jackson then makes a really good point, uh, talks about Bud Light, and, you know, you think of Target and some of these other deals. Uh, so just a, a quick few minutes left. I think Travis will tell me how much time we have left on this conversation. Just a quick few minutes left. And then, uh, John Jackson, we'll, we'll BS with you live on day three of our coverage here for a few minutes. Talk about this big story on Texas and more. 
coming up for the rest of the week right here with Montana Talks. We're going to take you statewide. We're taking you to Las Vegas for the SHOT Show, the world's biggest gun show. There's a ton of Montana businesses that are going to be down there. The governor's going to be down there. The attorney general is going to be down there. Plus, it's kind of a who's who of the military, law enforcement, veterans, you name it, politics. So it's always great to see who we run into, who we get a chance to talk with on Montana Talks. Montana Talks live from the SHOT Show statewide, 9 to 10. state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooth to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right. Yeah, we just got uh, just a quick few minutes left uh, with our conversation with Dusty Wunderlich, uh, the Cordova CEO. Such a nice guy. Such a down-to-earth guy. Met him here four years ago, and, and I, I think it was my first SHOT show ever. And I'm just trying. I didn't, you know... John, I didn't have you as a sidekick back then. And think about how busy we are now with two of us trying to fill airtime and make sure we, you know, like, like if I was talking on the radio the other day when Donald Trump Jr. was down the hall, I mean, I mean, he might have come down. But having you to be able to go, hey, hey, governor, you know, that's what made that happen ultimately. Right. I mean, maybe it was going to come anyway, but you can't risk it. You got to have the ability. Right. But but if I'm sitting here yapping on the radio or. Like, you know, you're just going to miss stuff. And so I'm trying to get every Montana I can possibly get to come join me. And it, But it's such a massive, complex, massive show that it's hard to get the word out. Or, like, people like, yeah, I'd really love to join you. But, man, I'm, like, three miles away on the other end of the Caesars Forum into the SHOT Show. So, uh, so, but but anyway, um, in this year, I mean, we've had so many folks just lined up even after we wrap up our program here. But But Dusty, I interviewed him four years ago. He's the nicest, most down-to-earth, humble guy, and he was just getting his company going at the time, and he was telling me about his company. And, you know, if, if you ran into Dusty in Bozeman, you'd be like, man, this is a really nice guy, and you'd think, man, maybe he works for a tech company in Bozeman, or maybe he's a you know, financial guy or a banker or something, you know, but, or just, just a guy that likes to get out, you know, get outdoors and fish and hunt. And, and then you think about, it, man, this is a guy who's now brokering deals that are, that are fundamentally reshaping this country potentially and saving this country, frankly, using our po- our pocketbooks and, and the money we spend on everyday items to potentially take this country back and get it moving in the right direction. It's so, so remarkable. But let's go back. Just a quick few minutes left of our conversation with Dusty Wunderlich from Credova. John, I think this is fascinating because and it's, it so brings so much hope, I think, too, that we can turn this country around. I mean, we're going to have to claw our ways back after what Joe Biden and John Tester have been doing to this country. But we will bring this country back. We can bring this country back. And what I love about this whole concept is uh, our people are not the boycott people. They're not the, 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 the go fight in the streets people. So they, they don't feel comfortable just simply opposing something. They want to find out what they can support. And that's what this mechanism does is, hey, hey, this isn't a list of what to oppose. This is a list of what to support. Absolutely. And you saw the power of that demonstrated like, no, I don't think anyone even expected with Bud Light, mm-hmm. right? They stepped out over the ledge and stepped off because they've been doing it over and over and over again. And they thought nobody would care. Well, they finally cared. And you've got a couple other examples of that now where they're seeing that 
you know, the American people are going to take it so much, and then they're going to fight back. And this right here is how we fight back. Ah, man, so true. And, I mean, you saw that with what happened with Public Square in 2023. I mean, the, both the Bud Light and Target boycotts, um, they surged in their business. I mean, they were the number one app on uh, uh, Apple Store when Target boycott happened. So people are searching for this. They now have a solution. They can vote their dollars. I think it's the most powerful thing we can do uh, to, to, to get this country back. And uh, we have 100 million uh, consumers out there, patriots. They, they represent almost $7 trillion of GDP. I mean, that is powerful. And that's what we're trying to help uh, drive with this patriot economy. Let's go put those dollars with people that believe in our values and support those values. Yeah. No, and, you know, as I was sitting through these governor's panel discussions and, you know, John and I talk news and politics a lot, but it's, you know, people think, well, I just got to vote. I got to vote for a new president. Well, that's important. Mm -hmm. But so city council, so school board, so these other things. But the attorneys general uh, panel, they were talking about, well, we're fighting the lawfare. We're fighting the court battles. Yeah. That's another example, but we have got to fight on every single front, and this is one of the biggest fights out there right now. And so, yeah, I just can't underscore how important this is that that we are fighting on every single front to save this country and to bring this country roaring back. Absolutely, it's going to take everyone, right? It's going to take entrepreneurs, uh, radio hosts. I mean, it's going to take you know judges and lawyers, and I mean every single one of us who's a patriot that believes in what uh, this country was founded on, now's the time, right? We, we all got to fight with our skill sets that we bring to the table. So, and uh, we're happy to play a small part in that role, but appreciate any patriot out there that's playing a role. So how'd you meet Don Jr.? Were you guys hunting somewhere? Did you, did you go hunting and fishing with Don? Or I, I haven't yet, but yeah. we were talking about it yesterday. I mean, that's probably, you know, probably half our conversation is just talking hunting, and uh, hopefully here soon we'll get on a hunt together in Montana. So yeah. <laughs> Dusty Wonderlick with Cordova, founder, right? Yes, founder sir. of Cordova. Yeah. Man, absolutely remarkable. And you did, what, $250 million in sales already? Yeah, and in, in loan transactions in, in the firearms so that's yeah. incredible yeah absolutely incredible thank cool. you good stuff hey yeah. thanks for coming back down thank wow. you guys yeah appreciate it all right uh, back to it here are now our live coverage here from day three of the shot show i think i said it at some point in that in that interview 250 million dollars john i gotta do something with my life <laughs> that's, that's how you feel in talking with some of these guys it's like wow you, there's there are these montanans that are doing these incredible things I, I had a cigar yesterday with Nick DeCastro, the land trust guy that we talked to, and, and uh, before he flew back home to his family in, in Bozeman. And, uh, and, you know, he was at a party at Trump Tower in Vegas uh, the night before with Don Jr. and the Field Ethos guys and all this. And it's just like, it's just so so cool to see. It's just so incredible to see. I, I, I joke because, man, I, I love doing what I'm doing, and, and I get a chance to, I mean, one day you're flying with the Blue Angels, the next day you're at the SHOT Show, and, and, and you get to meet the best people all across Montana. And so it's just so remarkable to get a chance to be a part of all this. But uh, let's see. We probably should talk more about this Texas border thing, this big, big news story, uh, biggest story of the week now. I had an email from somebody yesterday afternoon, and I, I should have gotten back to him, but I just, man, we, we were so busy running around the SHOT Show. But they said, hey, I... Why isn't the governor standing with Texas? And I wanted to be like, uh, he's already been standing with Texas, but uh, but I didn't get a chance to respond. But then the same guy emailed me this morning and said, oh, wait, I saw it. Yeah, the governor's been standing with Texas. I, I wanted to just share some of the uh, some of the tweets. We got John Jackson, the Joker from Twitter with us here. Governor Greg Gianforte, 21 hours ago, 
21 hours ago said Montana stands with Texas. And, and he shared a photo of him on the southern border in a press conference saying, stop fentanyl, secure the border. And then, uh, and then 19 hours ago, he said this, since Joe Biden took office, more than 10 million illegal immigrants have crossed our open southern border. That's 10 times the population of Montana. The POTUS most, must secure the southern border. And then sharing a Washington Examiner piece about the now 25 Republican governors backing Texas and their constitutional right to defend their states from harm. He said Texas has a right to, dis to defend itself from the invasion at the southern border, especially when Joe Biden won't. He, says, uh, he said to Governor uh, Greg Abbott down in Texas, Montana is grateful for your leadership. So there's a summary of what, what our governor is doing to stand with Texas. But this is what we've been talking about all week, John, about how these attorneys general have been standing together to fight back. We need these states to stand together to fight back, not just implement good policy at their state level, but to fight back collectively as states. And this is one example of them doing it. Well, I saw a comment yesterday that I thought was dead on point. It said, Biden has done something nobody thought was possible. <laughs> he, he has forced and pushed Republicans into uniting, <laughs> which you know, when you see governors and the yeah. AGs, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And really, Congress is another train wreck, but uh, yeah, yeah. Other than Senate rhinos, <laughs> but even uh, the Republicans in the House are all saying, you know, you, we must secure the border. Yeah, but what I think what occurs to me is is how similar this is to the the Obama regime. What they did was, you saw, they had one point that they were going to make about... Um, Bring that mic a little closer. Oh, he's, he's going off. Yeah. The, their first term, they were going to get Obamacare done no matter what. It did not matter. If they had to march their entire... They marched the house off the cliff. They didn't care what it took. They were going to do that. And they that, did it with one deciding vote, John yeah. Tester. And this time, you can see this is what um, Biden is doing. With long term, that's what they want to do. And they don't care how much damage it does to them in the short term. This is about the long game. It's about getting millions and millions and millions of permanent underclass voters in here to replace us. Yeah, that's what it's all about. They don't, and they, don't, they really don't care about this short term PR nightmare that it's causing. They don't care. So, so you Native Americans on the reservations that are being hammered by meth and fentanyl and the crime from the drug traffickers and the and the youth gang violence in places like Billings. Hey, 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 you, you don't matter to these guys. They want the voters from elsewhere. They are replacing you. The people of the Crow Reservation, the people of the Northern Cheyenne Reservation, the people of, of Billings, the people of Kalispell, they are, they want to replace you. Uh, yeah, no, great, great point. Uh, let's see. Uh, there was one other thought I had, but I see we do, we do have coming up here the Attorney General from Indiana. This guy was great. And, and what he had to say about the southern border, too, uh, was, was incredible and very eye-opening. Uh, let's see, we were talking about this. Oh, when you were talking about the southern border and how... Man, look at this. Look at this amazing thing that has happened. Joe Biden has effectively united Republicans. <laughs> wow. But, but that goes back to what Don Jr. had to say earlier this week with us. And, and you and I have made this a similar point before, too, which is like these folks that still keep voting for John Tester and Joe Biden, they're like drug addicts. That, uh, that until they hit rock bottom, they're going to keep doing it. Yep. They're going to keep, you know, you know they're going to keep sniffing it. Or whatever they're doing, you know, smoking, whatever, however they're getting their fix, they're going to keep doing it until they absolutely hit rock bottom. And some of these people are, I hope, are finally waking up and realizing that, that 
that they've forced this country to hit rock bottom. New York City, you were telling me a big story out of New York City is that, that, that wait, well, tell us the story out of New York City. It comes out yesterday. All of us have been watching across the country as these terrorist groups, you know, BLM, Antifa, and now it's the pro-Palestinian terrorists. They're, they're all one big, they're all the same thing. Where they have, Their new tactic now is blocking traffic. Well, I guess the NYPD settled settled out a lawsuit with the ACLU over this, in which they have now effectively legalized blocking traffic in New York City. And and I hate it. It sucks. I think of my fellow veterans in New York that I served with overseas. But for most in New York City, it's like, you voted for this. Yep. You continue to vote for these Democrats. So, of course, they're going to block your damn Enjoys. Take a you big know? old bite. Not only are we going to be live from the SHOT Show in Las Vegas for all four hours of Montana Talks, but we're going to be providing some extra content, some extra coverage, photos, videos, the gear, the guns, so much more. We're taking it to the SHOT Show in Las Vegas, Nevada. I'll be there. John Jackson, the Joker from Twitter, will be there with us on the radio, and we'll have extra content for you on our Montana Talks website. Make sure you download the Montana Talks app for your smartphone as well. You'll get the notifications. In- Taking your calls live, 406-294-0970. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Hey, guys, with our day two SHOT Show coverage, we talked a lot. We got John Jackson, the Joker from Twitter here, sidekicking with us with Montana Talks here uh, at the SHOT Show in Las Vegas, Nevada. But I talked a lot about some of the highlights and some of the takeaways out of this incredible Attorneys General Forum at the SHOT Show on Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday early evening, and I'll tell you what, it was an incredible forum. I want to share more of this coverage coming up, but one of the AGs I quoted was the Attorney General of Indiana, Todd Rakita. Attorney General Todd Rakita out of Indiana is here with us on the show right now as well, Mr. AG. Great to see you. Hey, and great to be with you. Yeah. You know, I... Uh, we, we've got to tell you what, we've got such an incredible attorney general in Montana. You do. But it sounds like he's got an incredible team. Uh, the, the Utah attorney general kind of described you guys as the Avengers yesterday. <laughs> yeah, Austin's a great uh, addition, and he's been wonderful. And he, Yeah, we kind of work together, like-minded attorneys general. And uh, we were called the, I think someone referred to us as the Avengers. Attorney general of Utah, you're right. Um I think my comment was that we generally like each other. <laughs> that was kind of backhanded. Uh, but compared to governors or compared to some other folks, you know, we don't have that ego yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I think that joke came up because I had thrown out the question. I, you know, because I went to the governor's panel yesterday as well. John, oh, was that you that threw? Yeah. So they had bright lights on us, and we couldn't see audience you members did, very well. It's better not seeing me. Anyway, so. <laughs> Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I well, the basically the crux of the question I wanted to throw out at the governor's forum, but it, it, they ran out of time. Was, hey, these attorneys general are teaming up to fight back against what's going on in this country, because the governor's all detailed what they're doing in individual states. Well, here's what we're doing in our state. Here's what we're doing in ours. Are great, but. What can governors be doing more to team up together? Interstate compacts, I don't know, to right? fight back against right? the lawlessness. So here's what they right could now. be doing, and, and, and I pressed my governor to do it, and you, you didn't see my governor at the governor's forum here. Uh, that's a different segment, I guess. But 
we should be sending the Indiana Guard down to Texas to help Abbott. You know, he's cut, he's picking up all these expenses, and that's part of it is that these other states won't get reimbursed probably. But who cares? Look at look, look what's happening in Indiana and Montana, other states, in terms of fentanyl uh, coming from the southern border, uh, higher crime. You know, we're seeing on TV the people who want to be caught, right? We're seeing these families come across and then surrendering. But when I went down to the border three times now uh, with my friend Ken Paxton, the Attorney General of Texas, um, I saw single males, most likely criminals in their home countries, uh, coming across and not wanting to be caught, not wanting to be seen, right? We stopped military-aged males. Yes. Yeah. We stopped a train. Now, you know, you know how they have these, what we call these Terry stops where you get pulled over, the police, but see if you've been drinking or whatever. Now, we're not saying the engineer was drinking, but we, I was with the Texas Rangers. We radioed an engineer that we couldn't even see. He was three miles away. He goes, they're like, slow the train down, bring it to a stop right here. You got to do that three miles down the road, down the track. They stop. As soon as the train comes to a stop, I don't know, how do I describe this? Like insects scurrying, coming off the train. These, these, these military-aged males were burying themselves in coal cars to get across the border. Even though they know they can just walk across. So yeah. why are they hiding? Because <laughs> they could walk right. across. Right. Biden's letting them in. That's the point, yeah. 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 They, uh, but they don't want to be caught, so they start scurrying. And then, if you don't, you've got time for a story. Yeah, this stuff. yeah we, I um, was going to say, I wanted to see how much time you have. Um, we, yeah. we, um, this train was also carrying uh, new passenger vehicles, HO in Mexico vehicles. Now, this was during the time when we couldn't get new cars on dealer lots. Remember that shortage That's right. that we had? Yeah. Um, so uh, the way these cars ship, I didn't know. They ship unlocked with the keys and the ignition. Okay? Now, the train car... That they're, that's carrying them is locked. So when we saw padlocks broken on these train cars, we started going in. And what do we find? We find these males living in these new cars for four days or whatever, doing everything you do. Oh, the man. Joker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. That car's ruined. Yeah. 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 So, you know, these dealers, I'm trying to make a joke in light of this, even oh, though it's very man. serious. The dealers get these shipping of cars, and they're like, now they got to sell the new new car smell, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Has this thing been detailed? Well, we, we were joking earlier. Have you ever seen? So John's a retired federal law enforcement officer. Oh, okay. I served in the military, so we did a lot of driving around joking with the boys, right? Okay. You know, when you're driving around Iraq and Afghanistan, you've got to be able to joke around. But, right. But uh, the movie The Other Guys with Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell. Oh, i got to see that. I haven't seen that yet. Anyway, they... Like the scene where the homeless guys stole their, their Prius and took it for a ride. That's what comes to mind here. That's what these illegals are doing with your new car. You know, oh, man. You know, gone yeah. are the days. Of the, the image that everybody has are these Latin or Mexican families coming in to, for, for a better life to right. work. Those days are gone. Right. Look at the images all over social media, all over yeah. Fox News. These are, like you say, military-age males from Africa and from other countries, not even on this continent. Yemen, right. Iran, Russia. China. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, and you know, I, I'm not an absolutist, so I don't want to say every one of them, but this isn't, this isn't going sailing you know, under the Statue of Liberty to try for that new life. This is coming to, even if you are a family, to get on social programs. 
yep. because you've you've taken everything from your home country and now you're here to take. Yep. And we got our own problems, and that's why I'm America, America first. Yep. Uh, MAGA President Trump endorsed. Uh, I, I've endorsed him. Uh, I thought when I came in with uh, with Austin, and I don't want to attribute this to him, but I'm, I bet he feels the same way. When I came in with him three years ago, I thought I was going to be a wingman for President Trump in a second term. And we ended up being the last line of defense against lunatics. Uh, you know, and, and we're fighting it every day. Every month I'm suing the federal government on our behalf. John, back me up on this one. Attorney General Austin Knudsen was sitting right here. I actually quoted him with that exact line yep, yep, from the so yesterday. <laughs> no, it's a great line because it's, it is a sheer lunacy what is going on in this country. These people are absolute lunatics, what, what's going on in this country. The other thing I like what you said is you brought it out bigger picture. And so uh, one of the other AGs used the term lawfare, and which is right. Lawfare is one element of, of their tactics. But really we're seeing unconventional political warfare where they're attacking every fabric and element of American institutions yeah, and society. Uh, right. And you nailed that a little later where you talked about how how this is just what they're doing to the guns is, you know, it's the transgender movement, it's this, it's oil, gas, and coal, it's yeah. everything. It's this leftist Marxist ideology. They want to transform this country into something yeah. else. And that's the big part of this panel discussion. I was thinking, you know, I was thinking is you could take out the word gun and put oil, gas, coal. Right. It could have been a parent-teachers conference yesterday, and we could have had the exact same conversation. Right. Just take out the word gun and put yeah. schools and kids. And well, it's rights. scary. We have to be awakened. I mean, it's been going on for generations now. They've just gotten brazen about it now, right, where they're just indoctrinating through the public school system mostly, you know, uh, a way of thinking. Um, my point is, and, you know, I don't know how Montanans feel. Is Montanans the right word? Yep, yep that's yeah. right. Yeah, don't say Montanians. That's what the, <laughs> that's what the Democrats that that come from California and run for office say. So, oh, uh, yeah, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we know you're not a Hoosier when you come to our state and say Indianians. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We know you right away. Um, yeah, here's Indiana the or Colorado, right? You're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, here's the thing, and this is what I said yesterday. These social issues. Again, I don't know how you feel, Montana. If they're okay to talk about, we, we get this, we get this uh, talking down to by our establishment mm -hmm. when we talk about the social issues in Indiana. You, know, you should just just focus on the economic issues. Don't go down the social issue route. My point is, they're not social issues. They, they, when, when Marxists try to divide the family through social issues, you know, little Johnny wants to be Joan. We're not going to tell the parents. We're going instead we're going to march him down to the hospital so he can get his hormone injections now. Yeah, whatever, all, all that stuff. Um, that's a division of the family, and that's a Marxist economic plan. Why? Because in order to run free enterprise, uh, a found, uh, the foundation of free enterprise is a strong family unit, right? Because that's where you learn personal responsibility to run free enterprise, right? Um, said another way, socialism abhors a family, like nature abhors a vacuum, because governments makes all your decisions. Governments your family. Governments your religion. Mom, dad, big brother. And that's what's going on here. It is. Right? It's economic at the core. Yeah, yeah, that was you that said that yesterday, that, that, that this is also economics, that the transgender debate is an economic yeah. debate. Uh, Harmeet Dillon, the great yep. conservative lawyer Harmeet Dillon, yeah. when she uh, spoke in Yellowstone County, Lincoln Reagan dinner, she says, she says, 
stop with the social issues versus the economic issues. Oh, they she? are one and the same. She said the social issues are the gateway drug to the economic issues because yes. it's cultural Marxism. And it's it's how the, the communists took over Russia and turned it into the Soviet Union. They had to break down the family. They had to break down every institution. They had to attack every fabric of that society and tear down their history to turn it into something new, which is exactly what these lunatics are doing today. Yeah. And they've been doing for quite some time. Right, right, right there, more to follow with the Indiana Attorney General Todd Rakita right after this. Uh, yeah. Wait till you hear more on the border as well. Your Morning Expresso starts right here. It's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. The buck should stop with Joe Biden. These are Joe Biden's policies. They're the people that have been lying about it. Mayorkas has lied about it. Green Jean-Pierre, circle back Jen Psaki. The borders are Vice President Harris. They've all been lying about it. The borders closed. The borders secured. Now they're admitting, oh, it's been a problem for 10 years. We didn't cause it, though, and Republicans only want it for a political issue. Kamala Harris actually made that remark. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. 10 million unvetted illegal immigrants since Joe Biden's been president and he inherited the most secure border in, in the history of this country. And then you want to turn around and you want to blame Republicans? The Sean Hannity Show from coast to coast later today. Finding great candidates to be like, well trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can post your job to some job board, but what you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. This is the Montana Economic Minute. The story of your life is always easier to tell in hindsight. How you ended up in your job, in your career, and in your town. How different it is when you're just reaching adulthood and every pathway is unknown and the uncertainties ahead are daunting. Perhaps that's why the research on how young people make decisions that guide their career paths has always been so fascinating. And for those of us who went the college route in our youth, new research on factors influence the choice of study are especially interesting. How receptive are young people to role models in making career decisions? The answer for those who take introductory economics classes in college, at least, is quite a lot. Having alumni show up to speak in those classrooms increase those students' likelihood to go on studying economics significantly. But the impact of those speakers was strongly gender-based. Male students responded strongly to male speakers, and female students responded strongly when the speakers were women. I'm Patrick Barkey. Brought to you by Not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. Brought to you from the Montana Hot Spring Spas and Saunas Live Well, Feel Better Studio. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. All right, well, let's jump right back into it. More of our conversation with Indiana Attorney General Todd Rakita. 
Harmeet Dillon, the great yep. conservative lawyer Harmeet Dillon, yep. when she uh, spoke in Yellowstone County Lake and Reagan dinner, she says, she says, stop with the social issues versus the economic issues. Oh, they she? are one and the same. She said the social issues are the gateway drug to the economic issues because yes. it's cultural Marxism. And it's, it's how the, the communists took over Russia and turned it into the Soviet Union. They had to break down the family. They had to break down every institution. They had to attack every fabric of that society and tear down their history to turn it into something new, which is exactly what these lunatics are doing today. Yeah. And they've been doing for quite some time. One thing I learned in, in jiu-jitsu, you were talking about you were being told, don't talk about this thing. Right. Yeah. One thing I learned in jiu-jitsu is they tell you, if you ever find out something that a man doesn't want, give him more of it. Right. Uh, if you ever hear the left and these communists try to tell you don't talk about something, there's your sign. There's your key. Give them more of it. Yes. Okay. That's a well, great, that's pretty simple. great point. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Huh. Hey, you just, you just you know, remind me, is that the throws? Is that the weight? No, Brazilian jiu-jitsu is ground fighting. Okay. Yeah. So what's what's the difference between jujitsu and judo? Uh, judo is mostly sport throws. Okay. Yes. So judo's that okay? Yeah. I I did a little bit of that when I was in school, but a long time oh, ago, that's why I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. White belt. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm trying. You know, anything else you want to tell folks all across Montana? I know you probably got to run. There's other people that I know that want to catch up with you, but. You know, uh, my wife works for the Alliance Defending Freedom, which oh, really? is such an incredible Oh, absolutely. We do a lot of work with them. They're great. Well, when I heard, and, and when I heard, you know, in fact, she's she's been traveling. Well, I'm here. She's there. And I'm like, man, everything we're talking about the SHOT Show falls right in line with all these other issues. Are, but, you, are you able to say her name? Uh, right. Well, Jessica Flint. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. 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 Okay. So uh, keep an eye on her. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, but. I mean, keep an eye to look out for you're her. You're good. Me. I know what you're saying. <laughs> now, if, if you were Gavin Newsom, I might be like, hey, uh, you know, Fanny Willis is, is next door. She, she's very attractive. But, so. But I was, I was telling, I was like, everything we're talking about here is everything that, 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 that's working on. But, but they talked about how the, the private sector lawyers, because we know our attorney general does not have the legal team he needs, does not have the number of lawyers he needs. We know you probably don't. But Combine and, us. And, but, man, you go into courtroom and there's an army of ACLU uh -huh. nut job lawyers. There's an yeah. army of Perkins Cooey coup yep. attempt lawyers trying to interfere. You should see when I suit TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we were the first state to suit TikTok at, uh, on a state law issue. I, I sued. I sued him for violating our consumer protection law. We were the first to ban them, though. We, we got the yeah. Bill. You got the statute, yeah, yeah. but you got the we, first lawsuit. And then we yeah. took the lawsuit, and they came in Tic Tac, right? This is an agent of the Chinese Communist Party, right? They came in, uh, 10, 15 lawyers, all running the meter, all from New York, DC, <laughs> and we had our two guys there. <laughs> and, and you know they're being paid for by the Communist Chinese. Yes. And those law firms are happy to take the money. It's disgusting. Um, your, your attorney general is great. I just want to make sure I make that clear. Uh, we talked about him earlier, but Austin is wonderful. He's, he, we're, glad, we're lucky to have him. Montana, I think, is lucky to have him, and uh, he's a real leader. Yeah, no, it's great to have him. Well, it's great to have you here as well. Man, uh, Indiana's got an incredible attorney general as well. Thank so, you. I'll uh, pack you up and bring you back for yeah. some fundraisers. <laughs> well, we, I, we, we, got, we got some cigar lounges uh, all across Montana, so we could do a multi-city tour with you. you know, we could do... <laughs> All right, I'm going to interrupt right yeah. there. Uh, we, we talked a little bit more. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll share the full audio. Uh, well, really, all we did for another couple of minutes was basically promote the RAGA, uh, the Republican Attorney General's uh, Attorneys General Association. 
So, and, and John, the point that we made with him is that, hey, our Attorney General Austin Knutson is incredible, but he's got a limited staff. So they've got to team up and fight together, and they're, and they're delivering victories. Well, that's why we need Todd Rakita reelected in Indiana, just like we need Austin Knutson reelected in Montana. And so, so for those of you with the pocketbooks that can do it, send your cash their way. Uh, give your contributions outfits like that, because that's how we get back up here in Montana, is by having these AGs elsewhere reelected as well. Frog in boiling water and it'll jump right out. But put a frog in cool water and slowly heat it up, that frog will boil. As veterans, we tell ourselves the lie that we can handle anything. We let the water boil. You are not a frog. If you or a veteran you know needs support, don't wait. Reach out. Find resources at va.gov reach. That's va.gov reach. Brought to you by the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and the Ad Council.